Hello, and welcome to Midnight Mon Pod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett, and I'm your host on this trip into the miniatures game, Monster Apocalypse. We are in the midst of the preview season for the 2021 Dynamic Updates. This will be the second short episode going over the articles that Faye has written for us. Once all of these articles are posted and out in the world, I will compile these episodes into a single full-size length episode for everybody to listen to if you don't want to wait in between them. So the second article here is the Protectors of the Earth Rise Up preview. Has three monsters and was delayed a week with last week having no article. So I'm going to start my timer and I'll start going over what we've got to go over this week. We have three monsters that have been updated with new rules and new wordings on specific rules. I'm going to start with Zor Raiden. Zor Raiden's alpha has been buffed by the change to the rule reposition. Reposition used to say if this model's hit by an attack after the attack is resolved, this model can advance one space. Reposition has been changed to if this model is targeted by an attack after the attack is resolved, this model can advance up to three spaces. So what this means is hit or miss after you attack a monster model with reposition, they get to move three spaces. If three spaces seems to ring a bell, it's because three spaces is how much sidestep moves. Reposition has basically just taken Sidestep's entire identity and eaten its lunch by saying hit or miss. New reposition is very good. Reposition I already liked better than Sidestep because Sidestep felt like a win more kind of deal, whereas reposition could actually disrupt your opponent's plans if they weren't paying attention to it. I really like the new reposition. Zor Raiden has it on both sides, and they added a rule to his hyperblast. His hyperblast gained follow-through. If this attack hits immediately after the attack is resolved, advance this model up to three spaces. Then this model can make a brawl attack. An attack generated by follow-through cannot generate another attack. So this is a broader-reaching update than it initially seems. Somebody was claiming that follow-through is kind of like sprint with extra steps, but I really like it. It's basically hit and run on an attack that lets you do the other attack. On Raiden specifically, it makes his blast relevant. I can't see any other reason why you would ever have blasted with Raiden. It makes his brawl more relevant because his brawl is already like solid. Hit, hit and run, weapon master, six boost and flank. Raiden punches things really well. With this follow-through into that, he can now clear a screen, move up, punch an opposing monster for Weapon Master super damage, hit and run out of that space, and let your partner monster come in and just wreck someone's day. I think Raiden has finally come fully out of the quote-unquote Raiden tier from back when I started playing this game and has fully become a competitive option 
with the reposition and follow through updates. Following through on reposition here, though, Sergeant Titanica has also been buffed. Her reposition on Alpha has gained the same three space hit or miss caveats, and she gained a new ability on both sides of her card. The new ability is called Defensive Stance. It says once per attack, you can move one action die from your monster pool to your unit pool. If you do, your opponent rerolls up to two super strike rolls. So what this means is that whenever your opponent makes an attack, if you have Sergeant Titanica on the table and dice in your monster pool, you can move one of those monster dice to your unit pool to make them reroll up to two of their super strike results on any of the dice they rolled. This ability does not require the attack to be targeting Titanica. Titanica's defensive stance works on every model you have on the board. In fact, reading it clearly, it also works on buildings. If your opponent is attacking a building, you can make them re-roll the super strikes that they have generated on that attack roll using defensive stance. It's an interesting, weird kind of ability that doesn't lend itself clearly to what level of math it does. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it, but it does give Titanica a more specific role coming into a list than just, yep, she's got efficiency on her action dice. Because now that efficiency on the action dice has something to actually do with them now. I was already kind of interested in trying to play her a bit more. I'm willing now to play this before I cast any stones. But I'm not sure that defensive stance by itself is as good as the developers seem to think it is. But I think it's an interesting little defensive tech that might come in handy once or twice a game. The third monster in today's article, though, came as something of a surprise to basically everyone. And it's White Dajan, the abominable snowman yeti gorilla who has gotten two changes. One change came on his hyper, and one change came on his alpha. His alpha form gained suplex, which is the ability first printed on Zavod 075's hyper, where when this monster performs a body slam, after it hits, but before you place the target, you can move one space, allowing you to instead of having three different possible locations to put your opponent, have a whole slew of them. I'd have to actually count, but they're exponential number because there are then five other places you could be standing when you place. It's a really neat ability, and seeing it on someone's alpha is a little bonkers. His hyper picked up another trigger on his brawl. So his brawl was already an 8-6 beat back fling. So whenever he hits things, they move kind of brawl. But it picked up a third trigger now called Sweeping Attack, which says after this attack is resolved, you can advance this monster up to three spaces and make a SWAT power attack. And who boy, looking at this 
do I feel like there's some ramifications that didn't get picked up by the Discord already? Because sweeping attack does not say if this attack hits. No matter what happens when White Dijon attempts to brawl, he still gets the sweeping attack, movement, and free slot power attack. So if White Dijon tries to beat back brawl a monster and misses, he can still move three spaces out of the way to clear himself out to bring the partner monster into that same space. Um, I, I'm trying to find the words because after reading that, I think White Dijon is a strong competitor. Like before this, he was already decent, just not super exciting with the suplex on alpha and sweeping attack on hyper. He's kind of exciting now. Like before he was, yeah, he looks cool, but his rules are a little lackluster. I feel like he doesn't bring enough to the table. I now have changed my tune. White Dijon looks like a lot of fun to play right now. And I am fully expecting there to be a whole bunch of monkeys in the next tabletop simulator tournament. So that is the second portion of these dynamic update previews. With that, I'm going to sign off for the night. I intend to keep these coming as long as we're getting update articles. Again, I will be stitching them all together at the end. If you weren't into hearing the 10-minute versions, or if you just want to hear me go through all this again in one shot, more power to you. So this has been Midnight Mon Pod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett. Thanks for stopping by, folks. See you again next week. Monpod is part of the Line of Sight Network, LOSWarmachine.com slash Midnight Dash Monpod.